All right, welcome back. This is episode 16. This is the debate episode. We are actually ready this week. <laughs> we, we are ready. ready. Apologies for last week. Uh, these guys just were not prepared. I have my just debate losers, that's all. Yeah. Which is a piece of paper that says debate notes on it. <laughs> so, um, my uh, Dylan, do you have a piece of paper with debates on it? With debate stuff? Like... Um, I do, yeah. Like ask me if he has the beats on it but with a weird accent. Do you have a piece of paper with debates on it? Okay, no, you are extremely racist. <laughs> you are extreme. Don't Anyways. even act like Anyways. that wasn't an accent. An I couldn't think, well, as soon as I started, I was like, what accent <laughs> would... What? Shut up. I couldn't think of what accent would turn beats into baits. I'm like, huh? Beat, bait, bears, beats. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Thank you. Weird. All right. Um, <laughs> Friend of mine, I put on some of these, like, blue light glasses that my mom has just now. I don't know why. They're just on the table. And... <laughs> I was like, they look good enough. I remember one of my friends said, one of my friends saw a picture years ago that said, um, if you if you wear glasses just because you think it makes you look better, we should be allowed to gouge out your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, the people I, have spoken. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of agree. <laughs> I didn't. Let's I didn't. Want to okay. Anyway, so. Um, I'm moderating this time. Yeah, I'm going to disclaim this very quickly. I know I've been saying it for a while, but me and Dylan both love both of the Halo and Star Wars universes very much, but both of us like separate ones a little bit better. Set a timer on my watch. So don't set a timer on your watch. Well, we don't just take a look at the time. Hey, look at the whole clock, man. Look at the clock. Yeah, but we don't want to. Well, for opening. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, me and Connor both love both of these different universes, and this this debate, Connor is very. I am not so much. Um, so do not expect the most well formatted <laughs> debate you've ever heard in your life tomorrow. Probably going to be more on the discussion side of things. It will be a debate, but more on the discussion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So side all, of things. all you so, guys have to do is uh, okay. If I, I, if I was this... running for president, this would be my presidential debate. So okay, he so, is obviously is it... more prepared than I. He's willing to <laughs> so fight me. I was telling Connor this the other day. So how this is going to work? I'm going to imagine a world without Star Wars or Halo. If you provide a better argument, so we have to like, explain side. it to you. Well, imagining a world without either of them, yes. I don't know what either of them are. You present a better argument to me for what, for your side. And if you, whoever has the, whoever convinces me more <laughs> will, uh, will win. We don't know what you're going to win yet, though. Uh, I want like 18 large cheese pizzas. <laughs> I was say cheeseburgers, but pizza's pretty good too. I want, I want. One square mile sized brownie. Ooh. I want billions and billions and billions. Of <laughs> first, though, to crown this—well, not crown because it's the, the first part. Um, to, well, I don't know. To start off this thing, Connor died. Coke, please. Hey, uh-huh. I was going to. 
Do what? something with that. Oh, okay. Well, you do it. Was it right now or no? Apparently not. Well, you choose. If you're going to do it, you do it. It's not right now. Okay, fine. Fine. I'll bring it on you. Okay? Part of his argument is the Diet Coke opening. I'm like, oh, I have to do this. So who's going? Okay. Well, yeah, that was the disclaimer. So all right, we don't You've hate either one. We are just doing. We just hate fun. each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Dylan said last week about like we'll open up like Halo is better than Star Wars. Also, Connor's a big idiot. <laughs> and then it's just right. personal attacks for the remainder of the show. <laughs> I want each of you to think of a number between, let's say, one and ten. Fifty. Oh. Do you say 15? Do you think I said 15? I said 15. 15. Uh, okay. 1 in 10? 6. 7? I honestly had no... I don't know what I was going to go... Come on! You got to do like 1 in 50. Okay? So then give me down between 1 and 50, and then we'll go. All right, 1 in 50. You ready? Yeah. 47. I was going to say 50, but I'm going to say 46. Uh, Connor. Please be 40. I was like, please be 48. (laughs) (laughs) What was the number? I didn't have a number in mind. It was like heads and tails. So even was heads, odd was tails. You're a hacker, Kyle. My gosh, Connor. I don't know, okay? That's not what that game is supposed to be. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, Connor, you're up. Yeah, you go first. I'm actually... Opening opening statement. Go. Oh, my mom prepared me. Yes, yes I get up on stage. You're you're holding your paper. It's like shaking everywhere. You're like sweating. You're like, <laughs> ready for this? Okay, let's. My my first. My first. Was it called like point? Here we go. That was it. Okay. You can open a diet coke better than me. That's not wrong. <laughs> I'm no, starting okay. to side with him. Um, no, this is my actual one. Okay. So, th- there are a lot more likable characters in Star Wars than in Halo. And you can get attached to the characters better and more in um, in Star Wars because you get to see Pretty much, I mean, depending on characters, you get to see pretty much their whole lives. Um, well, I'm thinking of Darth Vader in particular, but, you know, or more Luke, I guess, because you see him get born, you see him live his life, and then you see him die. So you you can get, and there's, like I said, there's a lot more characters as well. Mm-hmm. So along with, more characters you can get attached more to more characters which makes you enjoy the series and franchise even more okay okay is that your full opening statement that is my full opening statement right dylan would you like to do a rebuttal on his opening statement i will okay a rebuttal Okay, so while I do agree that there are more likable characters in Star Wars, I still think that there are plenty of likable characters in Halo. And I don't think that Halo's strength is necessarily in the likability of its characters. 
I don't feel like that's what Halo's really going for. Halo, whereas Star Wars is going for more of a um, grander fantasy type style. Um, Halo goes, even though it is on a very grand scale, it goes for a more realistic approach to things somewhat. I'm not saying it's like full realism, but it goes for a more realistic approach to things. And I don't feel like it's going for the characters to be likable. I feel like it's simply that you need to understand the characters and understand what the characters are doing, not necessarily like them. Um, I do agree on the Star Wars thing that you do get more attached to the characters because you understand them more. But in the same light, I can get, I feel like I can get just as attached to Halo characters based off understanding their motivations and how they are, even if it's, even if it's one of the bad guys that you don't like throughout the games, you don't really care for him. You can kind of understand where he's coming from. You kind of understand his viewpoints. And I feel like that helps me like those characters a lot more. Um, I don't necessarily like them because they have great personalities or because I know a ton about them. It's more of, I understand their goals and that helps me to like them quite a bit more. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Dylan, now would be your opening statement. Wait, am I not allowed to rebuttal against that? <laughs> rebuttal, rebuttal. Uh, you open, he rebuts your opening. Oh, yeah, he... Dylan? Well, I'm going to butt your opening. <laughs> he opens, and then Sorry. you rebut. <laughs> I coughed right as I started to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Dylan, give us your opening statement, please. It's my Open opening Monday. statement. <laughs> um, I guess pretty simple. Um, personally, <laughs> I am a bigger fan of the hero um the hero moments right so the one guy that is just like the best thing you've ever seen in your life he's just so good at everything i love that it may be cheesy and it may be ridiculous it may be totally unrealistic but i really 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 love that and you get that with master chief that's why i was originally drawn into halo is because Master Chief is just like awesomeness personified. Like he's just like the coolest guy you're ever going to freaking see. So I absolutely love that. And while Star Wars also does the hero story, it does it in a different way. It's more focused on the personality of the hero. Whereas Master Chief is focused on his ridiculous ability to completely destroy everything in front of him, which I find quite awesome and that translates over into the arbiter as well uh, when you have both of them in the same game uh, in like halo 3 or 2 it shows like they're like the best of the best for their different races for their different um factions that they're a part of they're like the absolute best you're ever gonna get and i really really like that i really like being able to play as that being able to see that as you go through the games that's my opening but Right. <laughs> okay. <Dylan's> an idiot. <laughs> uh, Connor, would you like to rebut that statement? <coughs> You're an idiot. <coughs> He's got me there. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I would love to butt Dylan's opening statement <laughs> because Dylan is a butt. True. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you said that you're a big fan of the hero moments. Quite frankly. I think that you are a big hero myself. Um, Sweet. So, 
I will say that while you're right that Master Chief is probably like the the epitome of overpowered single person hero in any franchise ever. Um, <laughs> I will say that if it came down to it, there would be a lot of people who could from Star Wars, from the Star Wars universe, who could single handed handedly take out Master Chief and without even a second thought. So when it comes down to power coming from Star Wars against Halo, Star Wars would easily win. Now, with that being said, I do agree with you that Master Chief is probably, I think I just said that, it's probably like the coolest <laughs> super soldier ever. Better than Captain America. Sue me. I don't care. I don't have anything for you to sue me from. So, <laughs> But yes, I, I do agree with you that Master Chief is really cool. But I do think also that there are characters in Star Wars that are not only more powerful than Master Chief himself, but are also in their own ways cooler than Master Chief. Okay. That um, is my thought. Real quick, I'll say on that. I agree with you on the strength thing. Um, there are a lot of characters. There are tons of characters in Star Wars. Um, they could pretty easily beat Master Chief, but I'm not necessarily um, basing it off who's the absolute most powerful. It's more of in that universe. In the universe of Halo, Master Chief is one of the, he's like the top thing you're ever going to see. If he stacks stacking up against Star Wars characters, there's no way. There's, there's tons of them that are a million times more powerful than him. So okay, I'm not necessarily fair. stacking them off of overall power. It's more of in their universe. Okay. Um, and if we're using if we're using Luke, uh, I'll use Luke as a bit of a base point since he's the original trilogy main character. Um, compared to Master Chief, I just I don't find Luke as engaging. I I know a lot of people really connected to Luke um, when they originally watched the trilogy. I never really did that. I watched it when I was younger, and I always found Luke to be, like, really annoying and whiny. I've changed my <laughs> viewpoint on that now, but I never really connected with Luke in that way. So it, I, didn't, I didn't really have that connection with Luke. And in terms of, like, his overall skill and ability, I don't feel like he was that incredible. I am aware that in Legends, he is, like, the most ridiculously overpowered dude you're ever going to see. We don't count legends. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Basing this off of the movies, the stuff that I've personally seen and read through, um, Luke is, while I do like him as a character, I just he doesn't stack up nearly as much as a character like Master Chief does for me. Okay. So, like, personally, the connection that you have with the individual characters is drastically different. Yes. So that's kind of how you feel about Master Chief is kind of how I feel about Darth Vader. I've always had a very strong connection to Darth Vader just because of how cool and how powerful he is, even though he yeah. was the bad guy. So I get it. It's kind of like a masked, just kind of like the masked hero slash villain that is overpowered to the point that you can't not like it. 
Yeah, right, exactly. Right. I've got a question for both of you. I have a couple points that I'd like you guys to convince me about. Uh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> Hello. That's been a while. <laughs> uh, all right. So I've got some good notes from that. Uh, my first section I want you guys to kind of go, on, go at each other about is which universe has the stronger army or navy at the height, at the pinnacle height of their strength. Whose army or navy was more powerful? I'm going to kill you, Dylan! <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I actually <laughs> agree with Connor with probably whatever he says here. Um, I'm going to say that the Empire is the most... One thing, not counting super weapons. Okay, so that's fine. Just like the, the army troops themselves, the specialized units, and like the, the ships and stuff. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to say the Empire. The Empire is easily, easily the most powerful. They're the sheer numbers. They had trillions of troops, trillions of troops in the Empire, countless specialized force classes. Let like not even, not to mention how many troops and stuff were in those specialized classes. Um. The fleet sizes were so much bigger than the UNSC and the Covenant um, in Halo Universe. So I'm definitely going to have to say uh, the Empire would absolutely crush the UNSC. Now, I'd have to agree on crushing the UNSC, but the UNSC and the Covenant are not the only two who have ever had a large space force in... Um, Oh, what do you call it? Uh, in Halo. So, being honest, I technically <laughs> he used... can't even remember. What an idiot. Yeah, he can't even... Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> back, like, way, way before the Halo universe actually ever started in the current timeline, before the whole crap got reset by the forerunners and whatnot the forerunners had an absolutely massive fleet because they controlled millions and millions of worlds and they had millions and millions of ships they had super ais that could run the ships like to near perfection but not only that uh the forerunners actually got beaten in space warfare by the flood as a whole um, with the floods of the flood count, I think so. Um, they possessed a whole fleet at one point. I'll allow it. <laughs> I, they they completely took over the entire galaxy to the point where they had to be everything in the galaxy had to be wiped out because they were so strong. They were just stealing forerunner ships uh, by corrupting them. They had massive fleets. They even were able to corrupt forerunner AI with um what was it called it was the logic plague um so it would like it would drive these ais insane with questions that they couldn't answer and they would slowly drive them insane and they'd become part of the covenant and they got their hands on the highest ranking ai um that the forerunner had um and which was once again like a supercomputer that could use these ships to absolute perfection um, and in the, how much did they have? In the final fight, 
um, right before the Halo rings were activated, how much did they have? I think it was 2.7 million ships, I think, uh, in the final the fight there. The flood? Yeah, the flood. They had 2.7 million compared to, like, I think it was 400,000, 400 left. They had just, like, completely wiped them out, taken over all this stuff, their ability to take over ships, take over everyone in the ships, and have this massive hive mind um, gives them a pretty freaking strong edge. Um, in terms of actual firepower, um, I don't know that their firepower would stack up to that of the Imperial Star Destroyers because those bad boys had a ridiculous level of firepower. But in sheer numbers, they would probably outdo them because they would probably just be ramming the Empire with ships and then corrupting the ships, and it would be pretty ugly. In terms of firepower, I don't think they could match up, but in sheer numbers, they'd probably outdo them. All right. So the flood. <laughs> what about... Well, let's just say this. If it was straight up, let's say... Okay, we'll do two matchups. The first one, Grand Army of the Republic. Republic? Close. I know, but why the Republic? Versus the United States. Empire. <laughs> uh, Republic versus the UNSC. I'm going to have to say Republic. Their battle plans and special ops are a lot more... Uh, I would say a lot more powerful than so the you, UNSC. Do you, how do you think... Like, do you think like, by strategy they'd pull ahead? I think so. I, I, think, I think by that, and then also by the... Um, by the firepower and just overall skill, the clones would. I'm going to agree with Connor. Um, I think they would win in just sheer numbers. And also the fact that for most of the Halo universe that we played through up till Halo 5, the UNSC do not have super advanced like spacefaring stuff. They can go through space, but they didn't really have terribly strong like personal shields they didn't actually develop personal shields to like the beginning of the war with the covenant uh, which is about 20 years before the first halo game so they haven't even had like personal shields that long so they're not that strong their weapons are fairly strong uh, most unsc ships have a mac cannon um fires this like supercharged round that just will blow through just about anything with the sheer force of it um right so they'll they'll typically use it and they'll fire it th straight through like the um the front of the ship and it'll just blow all the way throughout the backside, just leave a giant hole um but in terms of firepower i just don't think they could match up they'd be ripped apart before they really got to use anything because even in the halo universe they don't really stack up to the covenant even and the covenant i wouldn't even say would have nearly as much of an edge on the Republic. They could put up more of a fight, but I still don't even think the Covenant would win against them. You know, I'm going to be honest. I I did not hear... I, I blanked out on a lot of that. <laughs> you started talking, and I was like... <laughs> okay, so the second matchup. We'll go Empire versus Covenant. At the peak of both of their performances, <laughs> at the best of the best of what they could possibly be, oh, wait, wait. Empire v. Covenant. Uh, Empire. There's not a question. <laughs> I would agree once again on the Empire. The Covenant did have 
Um, at the height of their power, they had High Charity, which was essentially just a giant floating city, um, which they would use for repairing ships and whatnot. And they would have thousands of ships along with it. But the city itself did not have any real weapon systems or anything, so it doesn't really help them much. Um, in terms of sheer firepower, their plasma weaponry, uh, they have uh, these plasma torpedoes. Um, they work incredibly well at destroying shields and just tearing through ships. But once again, Imperial Star Destroyers have so much firepower. Like, yeah. They'll just melt anything away in front of them. So I just, I don't think they can stack up in terms of firepower and probably not even numbers, if we're being honest. Uh, the Empire has so many ships. You're a very gracious debater. I am. I'm I very say. bad at debating. <laughs> no, no. Yes, I am very bad at that. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh... Category. I'm pretty sure that we have like a couple more points. Dylan, do you have? Don't you have more points? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I can make some more points. All right, fine. Go you on. know, you might not be the best debater, but I think Kyle's the worst host. You don't want to talk about the super weapons. I didn't say that I don't want to talk about the super weapons, but I would like to get all of like you know. I'm all pretty right, sure right, that you fine. should let the contestants and the debaters get out all of their points before you start railing questions on them. That's my opinion, and I think you're wrong for not doing it. <laughs> well, you can do it however you want whenever it's your turn, which it might be next time, because I think next time we should do Strong Folks of the Imperials and Ian Dillon. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, all right, so back on track. Connor, you had the next point. Let me just look at my notes here. Can I have a ream of 5,000 sheets of paper? <laughs> I do. Um, Each one is a single letter. So, I will say that it is just more pleasing to, it would be, it would be more, hmm, let me, let me think of it. Hmm. The, the aliens in Star Wars and, like, the enemies and the threats that come along with all the diverse races make it way more exciting because sure you've got the big bad enemies like the empire oh, I'm <clears throat> like the empire i was gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> uh like the like the empire um and the separatists and the first order but you also have the little like civil wars on, on planets and then also you have say on Coruscant like the underworld there there's like a whole bunch of like gangs and like muggers and all that stuff so it everywhere you go there's something exciting happening and where you don't go or well that well, that's that kind of came out wrong um and where there what I meant to say is where there aren't a lot of like skirmishes and wars and stuff they're normally very beautiful planets like alderaan even though it got exploded like naboo um i would even well i was gonna say ryloth but that's really not that that not super pretty but 
that's another thing that like the planets and such from Star Wars they can be so much more beautiful. Like even Mustafar, which is a lava moon, <laughs> like a volcanic moon, it's really cool and pretty to look at. This one thing, lava moon is what happens after Taco Bell at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I am disgusted. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it was my nickname in high school, but that didn't really. Work, so. <laughs> Anyway, so you'd just say the planets and world I'd building in Star Wars is more diverse? I'd say everything is more diverse and it's more beautiful and pretty as well. All right, Dylan, do you have anything to say? Okay. Against that? Um, first off, I'd say that I don't think that diversity in itself makes things better. I feel like the diversity has to be done well. Um, for Star Wars... A lot of the alien races and stuff. When I'm watching, when I'm watching through the movies, I can genuinely just forget that there's all these other races because they're all mostly portrayed by normal people most of the time. I can forget you that are there's racist. other races entirely. Um, as far as the other environments go, I feel like Mr. Host, Mr. Host, he is so <laughs> racist, yes, just forgetting horribly. about all. Of... Um, as far as other environments <laughs> go. I feel like Star Wars does have a lot of good environments, but I feel like Halo stacks up just as well. Um, while it doesn't show as many planets, um, you do have the Halo rings, you do have the Ark, um, which are massive um, constructs that are these artificial worlds, have their artificial um, areas and whatnot. You've got giant Forerunner planets, um, actual entire planets um, created by forerunners, which have these absolutely incredible environments, um, which you go to in some of the game, in the fourth game, I think, is the only one you go to it in. Um, you see Earth a bit. You see Reach. Um, you see the planet of Harvest. Once again, you don't see as many planets because it's more focused on the Halo rings, but I feel like it's... I feel like the environments stack up just as well. Um, I feel like I like the environments... Um, a lot more in Halo, maybe simply because they're more grounded. Um, I feel like the environments in Star Wars, once again, take on more of a fantasy role, a really large-scale fantasy role, like when you see stuff on, like, Naboo. Just the way Naboo looks, it looks very uh, fantastical. Um, yeah. Whereas I feel like Halo takes on more He's of that grounded approach, which I feel like I appreciate more. Um, in terms of diversity right. and what's going on in the world, while you don't see it as much in the games, um, there is a lot still going on on the outer outer rim of planets, the outer colonies, I believe it's called, um, and the inner colonies. There's a lot going on. There is a civil war that is constantly going on between the UNSC and the insurrectionists, as well as this massive war against the Covenant. Uh, which is just seeking to blow everything up. Um, there's a civil war that starts between the Covenant. Um, there's little battles back and forth that have been going on with different factions inside the Covenant for ages and ages. Different factions in the UNSC, um, between Oni and the Standard Navy and whatnot. So there's still a lot going on. A lot of it is in the background. Um, you do really have to pay attention to see a lot of it. Um, it's not so much in the forefront as 
the forefront is more focused directly on the master chief and what he is currently killing or blowing up. Um, but there is still a lot going on in the background. There is still a lot of diverse action, I would say, um, in the background of the Halo universe. All right. Sorry, spaced out for a bit there. Um, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about something else. He's thinking about um, one. Like, She's like, so oh, yes, that so is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to God. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so, Dylan, do you have another point? I have a point. Make? Okay. Um, point. I'm going to talk about the difference. Um, I guess troops you would see if we're still kind of on this diversity standpoint, uh, the different troops that you would see in the actual games themselves uh, from the Covenant, not necessarily the UNSC, but from the Covenant. Um, So in the Covenant, you've got, it gives a really wide range of what you see, what types of weapons are used, what types of vehicles different, um, different races will use. Uh, starting off, you've got your grunts, which are your kind of standard, um, well, as would be known, grunts, you know, they just kind of do everything. Uh, <laughs> there's certain vehicles they'll drive, they don't drive everything, uh, they can't fly everything, they can use most weapons, they're really good frontliners, they usually, large numbers, they'll swarm you, um, they can be really annoying, or they can be really easy, it depends on what you're fighting against. Uh, you've also got jackals. Most of them have their their personal energy gauntlet. Uh, and they use smaller arms weapons, not super lethal um, with like their sheer firepower of weaponry, but more so in their small scale. They're really good at holding corridors. Their shields are really resistant to ballistic weapons, which is primarily what the UNSC uses. Uh, so they're very effective in what they do. You have the brutes. Um, they're more of your bigger mainline soldiers. They're giant ape-like guys. Uh, they tend to use more mid-range weapons, uh, some short-range, a lot of melee. Uh, they're incredibly strong, so they're ridiculously good in close quarters, and you almost will never win against them. Um, I believe one of the only, besides the games, one of the only times any you see anybody win a fist fight against a brute is Master Chief himself uh, by wrestling around with it for <laughs> quite a while. Um, you have the drones as well, which kind of fulfill that like flanking role. Um, they're pretty quick at getting around behind enemies. Uh, they can't fly around and hover and whatnot. Uh, use a lot of small armed weapons, um, but they're incredibly good at getting around behind enemies, flanking them. They swarm you in large numbers. You've got the hunters. Um, super heavy armored. They're practically tanks. Um, they've got a giant metal shield on one arm and a fuel rod cannon on the other. Uh, they fill that role where vehicles can't fill in inside of buildings, smaller corridors, anything like that. Uh, they can use, they can deploy hunters to hold that down and do really well. And then finally, you've got the elites, which are just like the ultimate all rounders. Uh, they can command ships, they can command armies, they can command their own personal squads. Uh, they can use any weapon you give them, including most UNSC weapons, uh, most UNSC vehicles. Um, they have their own personal energy swords, uh, 
um, which they are very adept at using. They're the only ones who use energy swords besides Spartans uh, when Spartans can find them. Uh, they have their own personal energy shield, which gives them quite an edge in uh, any kind of combat, mostly in personal combat. Uh, they're pretty hard to take down. Uh, they get much, much tougher the higher rank that they are because their energy shields become increasingly more difficult to kill. If you've ever played Halo Reach, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They are absolutely insane <laughs> when they're the max level. Um, but overall, the Covenant has such a wide range of units, but not only in having these this wide range of units, they also have a reason for being there. Nothing fills the role of another unit. They don't overlap and whatnot. They have their own set roles. They have the things they specialize in, and they use them really, really well in the groups that they put out, the groups they attack with, to kind of balance out their troops um, to give the best results possible. Um, as far as, like, for UNSC goes, they aren't as varied. Uh, they Most of the times, they just use Marines, and these Marines will be equipped with, you know, depends on different kind of weaponry. You've got your snipers, you've got your... Uh, more frontline guys with their assault rifles, and you've got you know more of your demolitions guys with rocket launchers, grenade launchers, things like that. So they're not as varied in the troops that they use, but they're more varied in the weapons they use among their troops. Um, so I think that they give a lot more in terms of diversity that you see in the games, at least. Um, more so than what Star Wars does in any of its movies. Mostly in the movies, if you're talking the Empire, you're just looking at stormtroopers. It's it's always stormtroopers, regardless of what weapons they use or anything. It's mostly just stormtroopers. Um, if you're looking at the Republic, you've mostly got just clones. And while they will use different weapons, they have their different uh, color coding for different armor and whatnot, it's just clones. Um, I am aware that they all have their own special forces, but you don't really see those that often. Um, if at all in the movies. Um, yeah, I guess that's my point. I think that I think that the Covenant gives... Halo gives a lot more in terms of variety in its combat, in terms of people fighting each other, that you actually get to see in the games more so than anything you read in books or anything else. Uh, you have a lot more variety in what you fight, in what the characters in that universe fight, than what you see in Star Wars. Right, Connor, you want to counter that? Yes, I would. Cowabunga, it is. Okay, if my my rebut is that, sure, like I do agree with Dylan that you do see more of the enemies um, in Halo, um, so it's not just like all grunts or all elites. You know, you have to fight. All of them. Um, and that's what me and Dylan kind of had a uh, a pact that we weren't going to like talk about the movies and games. Kind of break that a bit. Sorry. Like as what they are. No, no, no. I, I'm bringing it up because <laughs> I'm going to do it really quick. <laughs> um, we, we decided that we're not going because we're not going to talk about how much better the movies are than the Halo games. The Star Wars movies are than the Halo games. And, you know, because Star Wars has so much more coverage of 
its universe. There's like every everything has an answer, um, and so you, mm-hmm. it's unsatisfactory. Be quiet, host. Sorry, I'll, I'll rip out your throat. <laughs> I'll tear your forehead off of my teeth. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say that sure in the that's what well okay, what you said in the games. Uh, you know, you have to fight all these different kinds of factions and stuff. That's what keeps the mm-hmm. game interesting. Um, what kept the Star Wars movies interesting was not so much the villains, but the right, yeah. protagonists. Um, and if you want to get deeper into... I'm just going to use the Empire because that's what I know the best. And I love the Empire and I love all of its special forces, which... Like Dylan said, you don't see uh, very much in the in the movies, but they have so many more um, special forces and just diff- like a variety. They have so much more variety of forces than um, the than say the Covenant and the UNSC combined. So, and I'm I'm not saying like. Um, numbers of troops i'm just meaning the variety of the like the actual different classes so in the empire they they have shock troopers they have uh dark troopers they have flame troopers um they have the imperial royal guards which are mostly just for uh emperor palpatine they have Jump troopers, they have jet troopers, they have ISB agents, they have death troopers, they have, I'm pretty sure they're called nightmare troopers. troopers or or fear or fear troopers, which are really cool. They've got like the coolest helmets. They've got like these long needles on all of their fingers. Oh, I think I have seen this. Guy. Yeah, they're really so familiar. cool. And they like, they've got gas masks on and stuff. And they will like inject people with this fear poison, and they'll have the fear gas. And because they're so like slender and everything, it they look creepy even without the the toxic like scarecrow. Um, that's all. Pretty I'm much, yeah. It, it's it. really it's cool. And it, <laughs> scarecrow, but more. Send in the fear. <laughs> just like a just like scarecrow, scarecrow walking in. <laughs> Like copy and paste it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there is, there there are, and and tons more, like countless, countless more. rocket troopers. Uh, well, okay, jump jet and rocket troopers are all kind of. Well, the one jump, the other. Um, <laughs> true, like the uh, striker titan. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say one thing. Like, <laughs> he is the rocket. His, his, his um, I want to say one like thing real quick. This is kind of the hard part of comparing these two in this debate. If we were doing something like, if we're talking Skyrim, we were doing Stormcloaks v. Imperials, right? It's the same universe, so everything kind of goes hand in hand. You can kind of compare back and forth between the two really fairly easily. The big problem with like something like Halo and Star yeah. Wars is comparing its different titles because Halo is mainly focused on um, games. While it does have a ton of stuff in the books, it does have some movie stuff and some like animated short stuff as well. 
Star Wars is more heavily focused on the movies, and then it's got books, and then it's got games. So it's kind of hard to compare um, what you see in the two. Yeah, because they're, because they're whereas you may see more stuff in like if we're talking Halo games, you may see more stuff in the Halo games than what you see in the Star Wars movies of like like we're talking about here a particular unit type. In Star Wars Legends, there's a million more that you don't see in the movies. So it makes it fairly hard to compare the two just because of their different properties, the different things that you're going to see primarily. Since Star Wars is more focused on the movies, whereas Halo is more focused on the games, it kind of prioritizes different things. Um, you, need, you need more different types of units for a, for a game than you would for a movie. All you need in the original trilogy is stormtroopers. That's all you need because they fill that role really well. You don't need a million different types of troopers because it doesn't need that for the movie. But whereas with Halo, you can't just have one or two units. You need to have multiple different units that do multiple different things. So it's a it can be a bit difficult uh, just because of the nature of the two, how they're marketed, how they're used. It can be a bit difficult to compare the two. But yeah, that's kind of that's what that's what I wanted to. Um, that's why I wanted to keep it primarily within the universe. So when you said that, um, you know, in the original trilogy, you don't see many stormtroopers, or or you don't see any much, you don't see anything else but stormtroopers. And while that's true in the actual universe of Star Wars, there are hundreds of more classes than just the right the grunt stormtroopers um whereas in you know the universe of halo you not only know that there are different classes for the enemies that you fight so like the grunts the jackals the elites and so on but you also get to see them and fight them because that's what keeps yeah um, yeah the game's interesting so in the universe the empire has way more special forces but in halo you get to actually see and fight most of those yeah i will say there is no star wars game that is equivalent to halo and vice versa there's no halo movie that is equivalent to the star wars films the information we have on both of them while it is well we have a lot of information on both they're not covered in the same way, which is why it's difficult. Exactly. So is there anything else you guys would like to say? Um, Dylan sucks. I agree with that. That's not... <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I agree. I was hoping you would know. Um, this is just kind of uh, something, something like a spur question. What would, what would win? Um, a lightsaber or a plasma sword? Um, what's better? I think a plasma sword would win. Yeah, I think lightsaber. I guess it depends. It depends on the. Uh, I guess it depends on the user. I think a plasma sword is better for like traditional sword combat. You know, it's got a bit of a hand guard and whatnot, so it kind of protects your hand and your wrist. Whereas a lightsaber is kind of just a stick although it's still really effective. 
Um, I feel like, it, once again, it depends on the user. I feel like a Jedi is probably going to be a lot faster because they can use the Force to kind of enhance themselves to move quicker and to do better. Um, I feel like they'll probably win yeah. in a sword fight. But for overall, like a, just a general sword, I think a plasma sword works better as it fills kind of that traditional sword role. Mm. Okay. I think that in a traditional sword role, a lightsaber would be better because it looks more like a traditional sword. Um, and it's more, it's, you, well, you said that the plasma sword has like a guard to kind of protect the hands. It, there's not much of a guard straight down the middle. And if you're a Jedi with the force, you're going to have the crazy precision to, you know, slice straight down that, like opening right down the middle of the plasma sword yeah. to slice off the fingers. I suppose it depends on so. positioning, but a counter argument to that, when you like cross, if you were to cross lightsabers, right? All you got to do is just slide your lightsaber down to the bottom and just chop their hand off. Like there's nothing blocking that at all. You can't do that on somebody using a plasma sword because it's got that hand guard. You can't just slide it down and hit their hand or their fingers. Whereas with a lightsaber, there's absolutely nothing protecting your hand whatsoever. Like, all they've got to do is just cross swords with you and just slide the sword down. And you may be able to move out the way of that if you, like, disengage or whatnot. It's not, like, a guaranteed hit, but it certainly is a lot easier. And getting your hand cut off would cripple you in a sword fight pretty effectively. So... I don't know. Once again, it depends on the skill of the user. I think a okay. lightsaber user, a Jedi, would easily beat, let's say, an elite in uh, plasma sword combat or just sword combat in general, just because their their skill is so much different and so much more honed because they're entirely trained in use of that. While the elites are trained in their sword, yeah, it's true. not like their primary weapon. It's it's more like a secondary i suppose so yeah. right well here's here's a question for you there have been stormtroopers mm -hmm. and clone troopers to wield lightsabers in the past a clone commando let's say he was for some reason trained to use a lightsaber he's not force sensitive but he is the greatest non-force sensitive swordsman quote unquote to use a lightsaber versus an elite with the plasma sword and no other weapons like they've lost their guns somehow, and they, they have like to fight shot each other's guns out of their hands. Like, oh, you have a crab. Yeah, <laughs> that good. what the heck? Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, on that, I I'm going to say I think the elite would win because I think the main the reason that the lightsaber works so well is because of that force ability. It's that ability to enhance themselves with the force to make themselves faster, to make themselves stronger, to make themselves more perceptive of what's around them that gives them that massive edge with a lightsaber. That's how they block all the, that's how they block all the uh, plasma bolts or the laser shots and whatnot. Um, yeah. But I feel like in just a contest of straight up swordsmanship, I think the elites would win. Um, over a clone. I think so. 
Well, I'm going to have to say that the clone would win <laughs> because I'm arguing for the side of Star Wars. No, um, but in, in reality, nice. I think that the elite would win just because it is, it is because part of main the elites element. are trained for plasma swords. They have their own personal plasma sword and the clone where he, he might, if like you said, if he was trained to use a lightsaber, I still don't think that he would have the mastery over it that an elite would have over a plasma sword. Besides the fact that elites are like seven feet tall and the most beefy That's another boys thing, on the battlefield. Is elites have so, so much more strength. A clone coming just, up against just a than a clone. Coming up against a um, a seven foot tall armored <laughs> alien with Possibly a personal with... shield. Yeah, and possibly active camo too. Yeah, that too. But yeah. So there is there is no way that a clone would beat an elite with a plasma sword. Um, I'm no closer to reaching a decision than it was at the start. Um, okay. Um, one last topic. Do you guys have anything or no? Dylan, do you have anything else? No. <laughs> All right, you know, <laughs> I make something up one, if I needed to. One last thing to run our time down: super weapons. What do you mean, like the Death Star? Death Star v Halo rings. Death okay, Star. Let's just be look. honest. Um, the Halo rings literally wiped out the entire universe of all life in a single shot. So I think they've got the Death Star beaten. Just oh yeah, well slightly. I think the Death Star can wipe out all the universe in. Well, all the life in the universe with many shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not wrong there. <laughs> Dylan, correct me if I'm wrong, but the rings only destroyed like organic life. They left the planet intact, correct? Uh, yes. So, using a super weapon, well, actually, using a super, I'd, I'd have to side with the rings because they leave the planet intact. They wouldn't destroy the entire thing. And the other thing with the rings as well, you have to keep in mind, they're a fully functioning ecosystem, which is used to facilitate the rebirth of species. That's what they were for. They held all these, um, uh, what is it, the gene codes or whatever, for all these different species and completely repopulated the entire universe from the halo rings. There's seven halo rings in total. And with all seven of them firing, they can wipe out the universe. So it does take seven of them. I will say that, but still the destructive power of one of them is still plenty of power to beat a Death Star, as well as being able to repopulate all the planets that they just wiped out. Because the idea was to get rid of the Flood. It was to kill everything that the Flood would use to eat so the Flood would starve to death and die off. Because they couldn't Mm. stop the Flood any other way. Right. I have a feeling I'm going to lose this debate simply on that fact. Well, on on the matter of super weapons, I'd have to give it to Halo. Bro. On the matter of army and navy, like like no special units or anything, I'd probably have to give it to Star Wars because of the sheer numbers they have in their military. I think you have favoritism towards Star Wars. <laughs> Shut well, your mouth! <laughs> I gave Halo the super weapons, and that's half the battle. <laughs> what about the ultimate super weapon? A Halo ring centered around the Death Star. Like oh my Death God. Star just chilling in the middle. <laughs> that, yeah, dude, like, that'd be so cool up. to see. You could call it like God's Eye or something because it looks like <laughs> an eyeball. 
Anyways, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of a name. Anyways, you so, can God die on, on the, the subject of special units in the military. While Star Wars does have amazing, huh? Oh, hey, hey, you give it to me. I'll no, keep it tally. Give it. Oh, okay. Halo, Star Wars. So, Halo has one. Star Wars has one. Okay. While Star Wars has extremely diverse units, they are all just reskins of. A stormtrooper, a basic stormtrooper. While the units themselves do different things, like the the Covenant and UNSC have different units for specific jobs. That's the exact same as the yes, Star Wars. But the Star Wars ones all look the same, though. They're all re- that they doesn't... all have the same exact. They all look the exact same. Looking at a Halo thing, you'd be able to see. Okay, look, this guy. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying. to we're not with time. Um, well, what... I, don't know, I don't know about special units. Okay, because well, well, Halo we'll... is all the all the Covenant and UNSC. They are all you know, quote unquote, special units. Especially in the Covenant, they are all different. Yeah, units exactly. for different roles. Stormtroopers. I'll just say this really quick. Stormtroopers are just a single type of unit, and They're... that's what you see the most of because those are all like yes, the new like recruits he's... and the new people who are. Yes, plus all the, the different variants, sand troopers, snow troopers, but those are all just stormtroopers with different armor. Well, sand troopers are actually a special unit. Yeah, well, fair enough. But like the ISB agents, the shock troopers, dark troopers, flame troopers, those are all just like specialized versions of a stormtrooper. Yeah, but that's... they all have the same stormtrooper base training, and then they move on to specialized units. The Covenant, they don't have any one base training because. The grunts, jackals, brutes, those are all different. But to be fair, they do have their base training for their different classes. And they do have well, two different specializations for their different classes. Um, I mean, elites, you've got um, rangers, you've got spec ops, you've got field commanders, you've got your ship commanders. Um, there's a couple more I can't think of the names of. Uh, and that applies to most of the different classes. Um uh, for grunts as well, grunts have all those different classes. They're used for their different reasons, but they all kind of have their same base training, and then you know they go to their specialized training. Um, once they do good enough, then they're put in these specialized groups. Right. Can I ask a question of you, Dylan? Yes. How do the how do the kamikaze grunts ever get past you know their specialized training? They don't. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Kamikaze guns don't get any specialized training. They typically only do that when they're, uh, fun fact for you, kamikaze grunts almost never go kamikaze unless you've previously killed either the brute or the elite that is leading them. It's when you knock out their command structure that they go berserk because they don't know what else to do because they're idiots. So they pull out two grenades and run at you and hope that it works. Sometimes it does. So uh, yeah. <laughs> they only ever really do that if you kill the uh, their guy that's in charge. If you kill the big boss, then they go berserk right. and pull out grenades. And- I, mean, I guess fair enough. It is only the grunts that do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for specialized, hang on. hang on. I'm not. I have to say this because do it. Okay. Sure. The Covenant have that. Like you know, they've got all the different kinds of elites and different kinds of jackals and all of that crap. I should have been awarding points as we were going. You should have been. <laughs> no, next time. Next time, yes. But 
even with all of those different like specialized forces within the different alien types there are still so many more kinds of stormtroopers and i've just been using stormtroopers as an example but <clears throat> if you go to like the cis or the clones there are so many different kinds of combat variants especially with the cis <laughs> yeah totally. you know like with all the droidicas like rolly death balls whatever you call them <laughs> massive death destroyers um, so with that they might all be humans sure and they might all be reskins but that doesn't make them any less valuable as soldiers in the army because right. they all still play the same so like say a shock trooper plays the same role in the army as a spec ops elite does i mean obviously so, they they have different abilities and stuff but they're still they're still well yeah they they do have the equivalent specialized units and i get that for and military, there's more of them well i think i already gave a point to star wars for the military and that includes like military structure command structure specialized units uh i'd say that one's a draw so i'm not going to award a point okay well fair enough um for i think you just you, you, I, I, I can't i don't, I don't know who's award a point so it's a draw <laughs> Um, so for locations, oh, this one's like, easy. For locations, I'm going to award Star Wars a point. Favoritism. For alien diversity, I'm going to award Halo a point. Because all the aliens are visually, like, yes, Star Wars are visually distinct, but they're all humanoid. Are, are you kidding me? The grunts and jackals and uh, brutes and elites... And hunters. Hunters aren't even one alien. They're like a, a, a hive mind. They're all humanoid. Yes, but they they look far more alien than... Excuse me. I'm just going to say okay. one thing you, on you, this you are... the whole diversity thing. I think that Star Wars has more diversity in what it has. Easily has more diversity. But I feel like Halo uses its diversity a lot better. Because like I said, primarily what what I know from the Star Wars universe, like, everybody's just a human. There's, like, an occasional alien that's part of the group that is, like, not terribly standout-ish or anything. They're just kind of, like, there. So it's primarily humans anyways. But I feel like Halo, you get a lot more of that diversity. You see more of the diversity that you have there. It plays more of a role than just knowing that there's other aliens there. You actually see them, and you're doing stuff with them and against them, rather than just knowing that they're there, and it just being humans all the time. Maybe so, but along with all the shows and stuff that come along with Star Wars, there, you know, there's different groups, like say Rebels. There's well, there's aliens in that group that you see in uh, Moss Eisley in Episode Four. You see, like you know tens of like tens of yes, but, dozens of different kinds of aliens yes but not many of those aliens are main characters even if they're part of the main character group but they're not like the main, main okay group. that's fair but you i personally don't agree with the decision to give halo that point just because the actual diversity and the amount of different kinds of aliens in star wars is so much more than halo 
And maybe you get to see more of them in Halo and interact with them more. But that's, again, just because it's a video game rather than a movie, primarily. Well, I'm trying to be as fair as I possibly can here. And find Star Wars to get to point for alien diversity. I mean, do you see... Oh, you're actually, like, you're me, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, Hang on, are you giving me that yes, point because... Yes. Are you giving me that point because of the argument that I just made? Or because you actually agree with the argument? I'm giving it a point because of what you just said. I will give Halo a point for... Well, I gave Star Wars a point for location, didn't I? Yes. Uh, that was planetary location. Location, yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, like, yeah, for planetary scenery and stuff, I gave Star Wars a point. Halo gets a point Sorry. for like the amount of the locations you see and the um, like the constructs and stuff. They're just really cool. Star Wars doesn't have, well, aside from the Death Star, it doesn't have massive construct worlds. Oh. <laughs> An actual construct world, artificial worlds made Star by the Killer government. Base is literally a world. It was a planet. But it was a planet that was yeah. converted. Yeah. We're talking about an entirely built planet. Now, you argument can be made there for Coruscant, but Coruscant does have a planet. It yeah, is Coruscant a planet. is it, a planet. It was just built outwards yeah. into a giant city planet. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> That was violent. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, uh, let's see. Yeah. I'll say both of you get a point for characters. Star Wars for um, more emotionally attachable characters. Uh, Halo for, like, awesomeness. Well, I do love a lot of the Star Wars characters, and they are really awesome. When you, if you think of what character is cooler... Master Chief would beat almost almost anyone from Star Wars. In the coolness spectrum. In visual and practical coolness, yes. Because you would not put I don't know what character would even Darth Vader is pretty cool, but I can see why why you like, wouldn't put in, them in like I mean I'd say they're on the cool spectrum together, but I would say that well, even myself. I like personally. I like Darth Vader better than Master Chief, but I would definitely say that Master Chief is cooler than Darth Vader. I gave a point for the Army Navy, didn't I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think if there's any more points I could award here. All the points to me. <laughs> it's like um, keep marking down points. I just got like an entire page of points. Is that um, all of them? I'm, I... I have one. This is subjective, and I'm just okay. curious to see what you say, Kyle. This isn't really anything we can okay. influence you on. Um, how do you feel about the music between the two? I had that written down, too. <laughs> oh, the music... I haven't. I don't listen to a lot of Halo music. You over? I, well, I don't. I don't listen to a lot of Star Wars either, though. Oh, snap. <laughs> snip, snip. Um, <laughs> splish splash your fingers. <laughs> um, I just, I just don't. That's not. I don't listen to a whole lot of soundtracks. I but see. Epic yeah. versions of some of these songs are so good. I can't award a point to either of them because they're both too good. 
I was, I had that written down, but I was like, that really doesn't have anything. Well, that with one's the not something. Itself. That, it, yeah, it doesn't go with the universe per se. That's kind of like Cantina Band, but I don't think. I was going to say Cantina Band Band versus Mombasa Street. You could use the same dance. (laughs) Oh my gosh, (laughs) Mombasa Street's music with Snowman. Um, it does put a smile on my face. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Now we're not we're not counting legends for this. I'm not counting legends. No, I'm not. I'm not counting anything Connor says. If you put a team of Spartans up against a squad of even clone commandos, the Spartans Easy. would come out on top. And that, I'm, yeah. Halo gets a point for like special ops Spartan for that reason. Because almost any special ops team you put them up against, even like the Bad Batch from what, Clone Wars. Halo's Spartans are literally super soldiers enhanced to well, the point yeah. where they are designed to never They are beefy and boys. The Bad Batch from, the Bad Batch from Clone Wars, they have, like, they have very, very specialized. They're mutated clones that were purposefully mutated to be, be specialized. Yeah, be better than normal. But Spartans would... You remember what I said earlier about the only times outside of like when you're playing in the game that you see someone fist fight a brute and win is Master Chief. He does it in one of the books. He actually beats a brute in a wrestling competition. Like, this brute hmm. grabs him from behind. He sneaks up on him. He grabs him from behind. And Master Chief is actually able to beat him by wrestling him because of a stupid level of training. He's able to beat this brute that is, like, twice as big as he is and is equally as strong or stronger than he is. And he's able to beat him in a wrestling contest. I mean, this is a giant, like, gorilla, essentially. I mean, gorillas are freaking strong, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I award a point for super weapons? Yeah. Yes. You did. You awarded a little point for weapons. Um, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add before final? I just want to say, I think um, sucks. I was going to say that you suck. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I think the UV rays are getting past your bald head. I'm gonna shove some UV rays in your eyeballs, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, see, this is what I have to debate against, <laughs> Kyle. Clearly, this is, I'm better. <laughs> I'll reflect the UV rays uh, off my head and blind you with them, and you'll die. Oh, I will give. Halo, one more point for the diversity of military weapons you see them use. For, like, visually distinct weapons. Again, I don't think you can give them that. I'm not saying it just because that I think that they had to do that because of the games. Well, true, but also, like, even UNSC weapons, those those all kind of look the same, but they're basic weapons. Covenant weapons, that's why I'm giving them the point, is the the Covenant weapons, because they all look... So they they have a visually distinct style, but even alien weapons in Star Wars, they all just look like blasters. Well, our blasters. Well, they all kind of look the same. They, they all they that all is look- like this is a blaster, and this one, another blaster. <laughs> they don't have like any. Well, yeah, but they're all made by the same, you know, four or five weapon companies 
in Star I mean, Wars. Besides like stuff like the Wookiee so they're all... caster, I can't really think of any other stuff. I mean, it's like a visually distinct kind of blaster. They're really just like, kind of like yeah. it's a blaster. <laughs> We've got the fireflies at the Ewoks. That is that not now. a blaster. That's not a blaster. That's a. I know that's a. That's a diverse weapon. Oh, I guess. Okay, I mean, well, in that case, the flood count is a weapon because like they're Ewok all biological. Chucking spears. That's a. <laughs> Ooh, an Ewok flood would be creepy. It would probably suck Ooh. a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want to see one. Gross. A Wookiee flood. You gross. Okay. Fleawalk. Um, I think. <laughs> a fleawalk. Fleawalk. A flood Ewok. Oh, my word. That's what I named my last name. You named your what? Fleawalk. <laughs> my yeah. last dog was named Fleawalk. <laughs> he had so many fleas he could barely walk. <laughs> that's great. Um, all right, I think that that's all the points I can award, one way or the other. Unless you guys have anything else. You know, you left a lot of <laughs> right than I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> I try to bore you, but I can't. Yeah, that was great. All right, last call I have for anything. Nothing. I'm terribly uncreative at coming up with things. I have, I have nothing. All right, then that's the final count. I think you're. <laughs> yes. That's did have the points for Star Wars. Points for Star Wars is four. Points for Halo is five. Nice. And I, I think you know that. I don't honestly, and I think that you're extremely biased to your boyfriend. Correct. Yeah, I, I, you covered up the points. I have no clue. I, I genuinely, I, I remember I had it was two and two or Connor, something like that. I just want to say, if you were a better brother, I did not he would that. like you more. He'd vote for you, but you're just not. Your mom was a better brother. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so there you have it. Points for Halo is five. That Once again, of Halo course, wins. this is incredibly biased. Um, obviously, people have their different opinions on these and different different answers for different stuff. There's really no, yeah, um, one winner yeah. with. This. I mean, I doubt but we'll get still, back. I just want to point out that listens. I did win, so Connor can suck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, we both love both. Of in these fact, very, me and Connor much, are actually going to go it, sit down and play some Halo in a few minutes, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That um, tells you anything. We may even play some Star Wars. Who knows? So, just, to, just to keep it diverse. Alright. Actually, I sat down just before you said that you were ready to record, and I got on Destiny for the first time in nice. months. Like, close to a year, probably. And I was actually really... I was just so I feel all tasty. Almost lost my cool there. So yeah, I, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have watched that film now, uh, The Grinch. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I was uh, years and years ago. I was like, hey, "Have you ever seen The Grinch?" And you're like, "I, I liked it, but I hated it." And then you yeah. watched it like a few years ago, and now <laughs> you love it. I'm Hilarious. so happy. so much. Actually. Yeah, you know, my favorite bit of that Taylor, whole movie time is when he's testing like, the, oh, the sleigh <laughs> and he slams in the wall and he's like, airbags, a little slow. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Taylor all the time. Great. <laughs> Airbags, little slow. I love how he's the test dummy. As well. Emphasis on dummy. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what they've done before. Brilliant. You reject your own dummies. Except for Christmas happens. I don't have the actual one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I say it to Kate all the time where, where he goes, action! And then just like stitch back and nothing <laughs> open. <laughs> And then and then Max pops up his nose. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So on episode twenty, um, Kyle and Dylan are going to be going head to head with Stormcloaks versus Imperials. Yeah, Dylan, finally. Okay what episode are we on? I can't remember. Sixteen. This is sixteen. So, so you have four more weeks. Four weeks. Or should we wait till twenty-five? Because twenty-five. Uh, I don't one. care uh, either way. No. I'll probably do the same amount of effort. Let's just do it on twenty. Regardless. So. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and fully play through the whole Civil War arc of of missions from Skyrim. So who's on who's on whose side? I would probably I argue, argue for the either, So I'll take Imperials. Well, just so you guys know, well, I am completely unbiased with these. I have played. I used to say that I, I, I hated the Stormcloaks like when I first started playing, but that's just because the people who introduced us to to Skyrim, she was super biased against the Stormcloaks. So then I was. Who was? I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. And then, um, recent. Well, recently, er, <laughs> I was. I, I like the Stormcloaks better. And I just want to play Stormcloaks because I can listen to I don't to even know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like his, his, um, what's his, his advisor? Yeah, his, his, like, right hand. Galvar. Got the bear on it. Yeah, yeah Galvar. Had, it, it looks like he's got a live <laughs> bear just eating his head, and he doesn't even care. It's his pet bear. It's just like, okay. <laughs> oh, <dead bear. laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up real fast. Okay. Connor, do you want to close this up? Uh, yes. Um, I hate you. <laughs> Next time, Next on Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of a different episode, but it was fun for e. us. I mean, I mean, you know, with how you know, with whatever it, it was, yeah, it was good. Um, even though I didn't win, but it it's all in. Fun, fun anyway. So, hope you guys enjoyed. I know I did. I'm gonna go cry <laughs> a little bit. Um, but we're gonna be back on episode 20 with the next debate. Um, next week should just be a, a normal, normal, I guess. Just, I mean, as normal as our conversation, yeah, should be, right? right? Yeah, so yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks guys for listening. Uh, and we will talk to you next Good week. Bye.